0: to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. It's episode number two of Fixing Your Agile Metrics. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That gentleman over there is professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. This gentleman below me is professional scrum trainer, Wilbert Seeley. I'm his, I'm Will's hype man, gentlemen. How are you doing? Great. Yeah, all right. Doing good. I think today we're going to talk about of oh, uh, uh, one of my least favorite words: <laughs> utilization. Right. Will kick us off with a story, would you?
1: All right. All right. So this is uh, this is from recent memory. Um, so I'm 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 working at this client. One of their teams is uh, starting to use Kanban, Um They've, they've mapped out their workflow. They've got their WIP limits in place, and Daniel can tell, tell you all about how, how, how all of that works. Um, but after trying that for about two weeks or so, the team's manager comes to me and says, listen, I've been getting a lot of complaints from people in that team that they have a lot of idle time because they start on some work, then it's blocked, and then they can pull new work because of their WIP limits. And, and I tell them to try to stick with it, but I'm also a bit worried because... You know, there's a lot of idle time. This doesn't seem efficient at all. And I don't know, Todd, I see you make a face at this point. Like, I, I get the feeling we're on the same wavelength here. Can you hear your thoughts on this? Yeah. Why
2: not just fix what's blocking them? <laughs> right? Like... Well, and why, so so you know what, let's pile more work on so more gets blocked so that we forget more of what we're going to, it's supposed to be doing. And that just, because that's all blocked and we have so much work in progress, let's, let's put more on because we're not busy enough because God forbid someone be able to, you know, have two minutes to have time to get a cup of coffee and go to the bathroom during a day. It shouldn't have that amount of time. That's why I'm, that's why I'm chuckling. What do you think?
1: I love this example. So uh, so I love situations like this because they're because they're all too common, but this is really where kind of the the rubber hits the road when it comes to agility because right now we've made something transparent. Something is blocking these people habitually. Um so go out and fix it. Like a- agility, kanban won't fix this for you, scrum won't fix this for you. It's just it's just pointing out the problem. It's making it more visible. Um but going on and fixing things and changing things in your organization is more painful. And I think if you step into this agile journey with the with a mindset of, oh yeah, I'm gonna make more efficient use of my people, you're in for a rude awakening because it, it really isn't about that. Um, but it does show a, a really interesting part when it comes to when it comes to metrics, like what are we looking at here? Right? We what Kanban does is it shows you process metrics metrics around flow what the manager in this case was looking at and even what these team members were looking at were people metrics they were looking at utilization
2: mm-hmm.
1: very different things
2: yeah you know, well, this, uh, oh yeah I was gonna say Ryan I you were you were saying the word traffic jam
0: <laughs> well I mean this this is a you know Creative Commons photo of a traffic jam I think the highway is a hundred percent utilized here what's are we getting anything done <laughs> yeah
1: well if you, if you if you ask the big oil companies, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well,
0: okay. <laughs> right. But if you ask the person sitting in the car, they're really it's it's a quick way to nowhere, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But the engine's still running, so maybe that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah really get really getting in those hours. we we're, yeah. we're- like and cars, cars are weird in that regard, right? Because because a car for many people is very underutilized. Like you buy this expensive thing and you only use it like what five percent of the time. The rest of the time is just parked somewhere. So in terms of car utilization, traffic jams are great. Like you're getting more value for money. You're using your car more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and people are listening to that going. Well, that's absurd. Yes, and so is uh, maniacally measuring how busy each and every person on a on a Scrum or Kanban team is. It's a crazy metric. It's a worthless metric. It tells you nothing other than the busyness. It doesn't tell you anything about value, customer satisfaction, employees. It tell none of the things that we tie value to it tells you nothing about that. Yeah, you and know, I think
2: it, it I think what it does is it leads to us. Um it leads to us ignoring what we really need to be adapting. No, you know, Will, you were saying we've got things that are stopping our teams from working or we've got, we maybe we're even structured in a way organizationally that is not lending us to being able to get anything done. And so to change the organizational structure, it's hard. Why not just keep measuring the same things that we used to? Because we can, we, we've been fully ignoring these things for years. Why not just keep, keep doing that?
1: Well, I mean, I mean there's one interesting thing you can look at here and that is that we know that if you keep utilizing near 100% or even over 100% for a while, um, you're going to get burnouts and that's going to affect something something else, but aside from that, it it tells you nothing about value. It tells you nothing indeed about your customer or your or your ability to do the right things for the right people. Um but it is easy to measure though.
2: It is. I think that's maybe the allure of it, huh? Easy oh, to yeah. measure.
0: Well, and, and it's something that you can actually go out and and kind of see and kind of and observe. And it's easy to measure, easy to manage to, but it gets you absolutely nothing.
1: Well, I think I think part of it is also kind of the history of of where these things come from. So so I think a lot of thinking about these terms of efficiency metrics comes from manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, and at risk of uh, of upsetting uh, certain PSCs that we, we know, um, if we take Toyota as an example, right? Toyota doesn't build cars that haven't been sold yet. So if I walk into a plant and I look at the utilization number there, it's going to tell me something about the amount of value that's being delivered because utilization is a really good proxy there because of how relatively simple that business is. But for the majority of us, we're not in simple business and utilization and and really any type of of output metric whether that's product or people is just not a proxy for what value we're delivering I, uh, utilization doesn't tell me anything but but neither does the amount of story points we're delivering yeah, yeah
2: yeah you could open up a can of worms with that one we'll save that one for another episode um uh, maybe uh a, a, one uh a, like a, a thing that we always talk about ryan is um, just because everybody is really, really busy doesn't mean your customer's happy.
0: Totally agree. And it's a total disconnect in priorities and values, and which we'll continue to peel apart here as we continue to look at the, we're laying some groundwork, some foundational work for fixing your Agile metrics. Uh, we're keeping an eye on your questions. We'd love to check them out below. Uh, let us know what you think about the metrics, which ones you think perhaps we'll go into some that we think are valuable. We'll talk about EBM, but we're curious based off of these conversations, what's valuable to you? How can we help? And uh, are you are you more worried about um, efficiency instead of effectiveness, which might be the topic coming up? How effective were we in our efforts as opposed to was everybody busy? Was everybody walking fast? Was everyone carrying papers? Uh, <laughs> papers. But, that's, but that's for next time. And so be sure to check out the socials, hit that like and subscribe button. So you know in the next episode of Fixing Your Agile Metrics releases, uh, check out the videos below. We provided some excellent supplementary content uh, for you to check out. Uh, leave the comments below, leave your questions. Let us know what you think. Uh, and for Todd Miller and Will Seeley, I'm Ryan Ripley. This is Fixing Your Agile Metrics, and we will see you next time. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.